Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Let's go! What is this? Hype? The hype. The hype. It's hype. The uh, hype was out of control. Who's gonna make you scream and this is the hype. the hype with Elizabethany and Zach. So Zach, I know you're a little bit nervous because coming up tomorrow, you have something going on. I'm getting a hair surgery, like hair transplants, like old school. People would think like hair plugs, but it's like modern day hair transplant. Okay. Interesting. We talked about this before. So if you have missed why he's doing it and, and what the whole procedure is. It is on past episodes. We podcast everything. If you just search the hype with Elizabethany and Zach, but you said there's something else that you're worried about. Like, cause I'm freaking out about the actual procedure. You're like, eh. okay. So honestly, I'm not that nervous about the actual surgery or procedure. I'm nervous that my boyfriend and my mom are going to be in the waiting room by themselves for six hours together. What could happen? I mean, I don't know. I feel like my mom is that person that's just going to tell all of my childhood secrets. Mm-hmm. Like I- she's going to completely throw me underneath the bus. I will say, JB left me alone with his stepmom for about 15 minutes, and I have been so anxious about it all week because I just feel like <laughs> I word vomited and I said all of the wrong things. Uh, so maybe you have to worry about David. Yeah, I'm not that worried about him. I'm wor- more worried about my mom and the fact that I know for a fact she's going to show up with like a pitcher of mimosas <laughs> in the waiting room of this surgical center. <laughs> I love this. I need to um, give you a little bit of ish, though. Why? Why? Okay. You went on a trip. I you did. went on a plane. What did you do on the plane? I slept. Mm-hmm. I drank margaritas. You posted a photo of what? Oh, yeah. I put a face mask on on the plane. Mm-hmm. Do you remember when we talked on this year's show about doing things on the plane? And I was like, oh, I put my press on nails on. I do my makeup. I do my eyebrows. And you were like, that is foul. That was foul. Oh, but a face mask that is liquid and gel and nasty <laughs> is not foul. How is that disgusting when you're literally like painting your fingernails or your press no. on nails or plucking your eyebrows so now your eyebrow hair is everywhere. I didn't leave any of my DNA on the plane. I put my eyebrow hairs into my backpack afterwards, okay? Oh my God. <laughs> but I don't paint anything. Nobody can smell it. You're just like over here as if it's a spa treatment. It felt like one of my skin was like fluffy from flying. Like I was super bloated, so I needed a face mask. You know what? That is not the other passenger's problem. I mean, I will say I was the only one in the row. And why would they sell it at the airport if they don't want me to do it on the plane? I bought it in the airport. Mm-hmm. Speechless. Mm. I see both sides there. <laughs> <laughs> but there's this girl who, when I saw the headline, I was appalled that people were trying to get her to move seats or even get off the plane because of her boobs. What about her boobs? They were too big. And I'm like, come on, man. You can't, you can't like discriminate against somebody's body. We don't body shame in 2022. Okay, but I need you to Google plain boobs. That's probably all you need to Google right now because I know you have not seen this girl yet. She had size 32 T. T. That's a letter T. Boobs. I think you just saw it maybe. 
Yeah, I did. Okay. Tell me if I'm wrong, but these are literally, it's bigger than two basketballs. Imagine if a girl was holding two bigger than basketballs, just like on her chest. Yeah, they are enormous. Definitely bigger than basketballs. And they're like, her waist is tiny, so her boobs like go like way out. out to pa- the- like she would have to buy two seats at that point. Right. Way out to the side. I, when I saw this story, again, I went from like being appalled that people were so discriminatory. And then I'm laughing out loud because I'm like, <laughs> this girl is out here trying to get us to feel bad for her when she has spent all of this money. It's not like it's something that she can't control. Right. She spent all this money to make her. Huh? How does she give anybody a hug? How does she move her? She has not much range of her arms. She can't. She can't. Also, how does her skin stretch that far oh. to cover that? That is appalling. I mean, do you see it? It's it's, uh, it's barely hanging on. It's barely hanging on. Yeah. Uh, and I, there was also a line, too, that made me laugh because one girl who I guess her boyfriend was in the middle seat. And so the boobs kept touching her boyfriend. Oh, man. And I was like, I don't even know that you can be upset about that because like, I don't know that your boyfriend wants it. But I understand your concern. I understand the concern, <laughs> but I'm like, okay, at that point, just make her buy a first class ticket. Like, put her up Get front something. in a bigger seat. That's my only problem because I'm like, yeah, they're boobs, whatever. She chose to do that. Cool. But also, if it's like taking over two seats and you're like rubbing people and making them feel uncomfortable, mm-hmm. then yeah, you should probably buy two seats or yeah. So neither of us are really totally on her side. <laughs> not Sorry. totally on her side, but not completely against her. Mm. Better luck next time. Here's the sh- you need to know with Elizabethany and Zach on the hype. The biggest story this week, I obviously, is Adam Levine. Yeah, there's a lot there. <laughs> a lot. So in case you somehow missed it, he apparently was sliding into a whole lot of DMs, but got called out because one influencer, Instagram model, whatever you want to call her, she had sent screenshots to her friend of Adam Levine hitting on her. And then the friends were trying to sell it to get money. Yep. Or so she says. And so she was like, hey, I had this affair with Adam Levine. It was inappropriate. For a year. For a year. And then he wanted to name his child after me. Which is so weird. He literally DM'd her and was like, hey, if I have a son, I want to name it Sumner. Are you okay with that? <laughs> the goodie bag on this man. I mean, it's wild. He's, it's absolutely wild to me. And then his apology was so lackluster. Oh, I mean, I think like, I do appreciate that he did it quickly. I, he said he crossed the line. He said he never had an affair, which is questionable, whatever. I think he like, honestly, he doesn't owe us an apology. He doesn't owe us an apology. That's why the thing that made me insane about his apology, where he was like, oh, we'll get through it together. No, you need to speak (laughs) to your wife. Like, Chrishell from Selling Sunset literally tweeted something and was like, I'm so tired of men giving an apology saying, we'll get to it together. No, you've done enough. (laughs) We'll see what Bahati wants. I mean, they they were already out in public together right afterwards. They were, but did you see the body language expert that, like, broke down their body language? I'm sure it was bad. So they were trying to, like, look super happy and, like, holding hands or whatever. Mm. And the body language expert is like, yo, she looks so uncomfortable and, like, forced into this situation. Of course she is. Of course she is. I just feel so bad for her because she's pregnant. This is supposed to be, like, the happiest time of her life. You don't think she knew? I don't know, honestly. 
I mean, he's on the road all the time. It's hard to know what people are doing when they're on the road and they're not around 24-7. It's hard to know. He's never been known as a good guy. He always said that he couldn't do monogamy. He did do that, like, back in 2009. He's like, yeah, I've cheated before. Right. Um, Speaking of that, though, STDs are on the rise. Oh, I like like the segue here. (laughs) (laughs) Speaking of crossing the line, uh, apparently STDs are up 26%. I wonder if it's because, like, post-COVID, we're now actually allowed to be outside of the house. So people are going absolutely insane. So I kind of thought that, but then there's all these other studies that are saying people are not doing hookup culture, that everybody's, like, waiting. I'm like, okay, you know what? All these things, whatever. But actual STDs, 26% up. They're trying to come up with at-home testing. And where has that been? Because of all things to need testing for at home, STDs is one. I mean, it'll be awkward AF to buy it at the store, that's why you buy it online. Yeah. And then test yourself at home. Brilliant. Yeah, like before you go out for a night, test yourself. Can Easy you- enough. Or like, I don't know, wrap your whacker before you attack her. <laughs> That's what my mom always said. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's incredible. Um, and then also, look, so I didn't realize this, but they did um, they did a study to see how babies react in the womb um, okay. to things that the mom eats. And... <laughs> If you eat like things that they like, they will actually smile versus frown. Stop it. That's so sweet, actually. Is it like it's sweet, but also I'm like, I'm going to feed if I'm not ever going to be pregnant, but like I would feed them so many things. I'm like, you're going to like this. You're going to like this. This is mama's favorite food. So you're going to like this today. (laughs) You frowning down there? Not no (laughs) more. So I saw that they have determined, I guess, that men feel social isolation more than women. I wonder why that is. I mean, it kind of makes sense because like, whenever I think about my boyfriend, like he, whenever he goes out, it's harder to talk to straight dudes than it is for girls. Like when you get drunk in the bathroom, you're like, oh, girl, you look fabulous. Like, and then you're automatic friends. Yeah. Dudes, you're like, sup, bro. I also think it's like, especially straight guys don't necessarily reach out when they're lonely. Like they don't reach out to their friends and say, I'm having a hard time. It's like if they have a girlfriend or a boyfriend or wife or, you know, anybody like maybe, but I think guys are less likely to reach out and say help. I mean, that's accurate. And like, literally I will talk to my boss and he'll be like, Oh yeah, my neighbor, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, what do you know about him? He's like, I know he likes football and beer. That's all they talk about is that. Yep. You said, though, if you are stranded, you're lonely, you need some food, what do we do to save our lives? So apparently they did a study that if you own a pair of Crocs, like the slip-on shoes, Crocs, Mm -hmm. and you get stranded, you can actually eat them to stay alive. Um, I guess they claim that they're made of non-toxic material, so if you had to, you could eat them to stay alive. Oh, okay. So it's just, like, not going to kill you. Yeah, they they're made of like a plant based substance made out of things like straw. So you could ki- you could eat them to stay alive if you needed to. Is that not so weird? Also, who owns Crocs? Oh my god, all of my friends have them, and I hate it. I hate it. I only like the little giblets on them. Yeah, there's a new Slurpee one for, too. They've like teamed up with Seven Eleven for Slurpee Crocs. They the platforms. It's wild. Cute. Uh, there's a new flavor of chips. I love trying all these different chip flavors all the time. I will not be trying these Chaz chips that taste like Lady Bits. Excuse me? That taste like your Gwyneth Paltrow. That tastes like, I don't know what other words I'm going to come Who up with. Who decided that this was a good idea? 
Like, it's, I love sour cream and onion and barbecue chips. Like, who was like, you know what? I really want this crunchy chip to taste like my ex. Yeah. Um. So they, it's apparently a guy's idea. They said they want other men to appreciate the flavor. That is literally making me nauseous. It makes me nauseous. Yes. I hate it. Um, this is this is another reason that I'm gay, okay? Straight <laughs> men are out of their mind. Yes. They're absolutely unhinged. Uh, and they belong nowhere near a lady part sometimes. Do you have, like, I never want to hear any type of Taco Bell news, but, like, just because we need to cleanse our palate, is there something this time? Of course I have Taco Bell news. Of course you do. So they are apparently on October 13th, they're going to be introducing Beyond Steak. So it's going to be plant-based steak for vegetarians that still okay. want to eat Taco Bell. Okay, I'm into this. That's good. Yeah, So you, and you can replace it to any of the burritos that you want for no extra charge, which usually it's more expensive. Can you imagine how many hours people are going to spend on the toilet after they eat that? I mean, <laughs> yeah, I already do, and it's not plant-based. And then you add the plant-based in, woo! Bye! <laughs> Remember months ago, the lottery $1.34 billion oh, yeah. was won. Yeah, I remember it because that's the first time that I bought a lottery ticket in so long. And my husband bought some too, and not, neither of us won. Sadly At enough, least, that's true. I don't think. So they did have two people claim the, the $1.34 billion. They're sharing it. Yeah, they finally claimed it. They bought one ticket, said that they would split it if they won. Which is probably why it took them so long to claim it, because they had to, like, <laughs> figure they out. Had they had to, like, were... set up, like, lawyers and financial yeah. advisors, all of that stuff. So I was thinking, since we're both in relationships, I'm married, you are hopefully soon to be engaged. Hopefully. We are essentially, I think, when you're buying a lottery ticket, you're buying it for the both of you, even if it's not an agreement. Yeah, I would think so. So I want to get them on the phone here in a few minutes. And oh. see if we are all on the same page about, like, what we would do with our winnings. Oh, God. So what would you do if you had won this $1.34 billion? What are what are you doing with the money? Honestly, I would just, like, buy a private jet and travel wherever I wanted to go whenever I wanted. Like, I would buy a yacht. I would buy a house in, like, Greece. I would buy one in Malibu. I would buy a vacation home all over the, all over the world. Yes. Just houses on houses. Yeah, just because I want to travel. Would I have a butler and a personal assistant and everybody else to do everything for me? Yes, okay. 100%. And how much of it would you save or like donate or? I feel like so if I took the, the cash out, it's like $780 million. Mm -hmm. I feel like I would take $500 million to myself. Okay. $280 million to donate to like the LGBTQ youth wow. and especially the foster system. Look at you just being so much more generous than I was expecting. I am also shocked by myself. <laughs> we'll see if you would actually do it in real life. Right. Okay. What would you do with all of the money, Elizabethany? So I've always said that I want to win $20 million. I don't really want to win more than that because I think then it changes you. You don't think $20 million is going to change you? Well, listen. So I think if I won this seven hundred eighty, I would donate $750 million. What? Yeah. And then... I would buy houses, but like I would probably buy maybe just two, maybe three houses for us. And then I would buy a house for my parents. I would buy one for my brother. I would buy one for all my best friends. Like each one would, everybody would get a house. No, see, you're being much too generous because once you start doing that, 
then people start coming out of the woodworks. Like, if you buy it for your best friend, then all of these people that are like, oh, yeah, Elizabeth, and you remember we're friends? No, it doesn't. I mean, you weren't at my wedding. You're not my friend. That's period. Okay. I like the standards. And I really, I feel like I, it's still selfish because I would buy them houses that were all next to each other so I could create my own commune. <laughs> the Elizabethany compound. Yeah, correct. Absolutely. Like, Sounds I want Ed Sheeran in his building. Okay. <laughs> so, JB is on the phone right now. Hi, honey. How are you? Hi. Sorry to, sorry to bother you, um, but this is very important. We need to see if we're on the same page. So if I we, feel like this is a hard-hitting question for so early in the morning. I'm nervous. I know. So if we had won this $1.34 billion, let's say we split it, right? So or we're splitting it with somebody else. So we have $780 million that we're getting. How do you envision spending the money? Um, I would probably go to a Ford dealership like immediately. Mm. Mm-mm. And go buy a new truck. Yep. And then I haven't really, I mean, I haven't gotten past that really, but you know, probably like definitely a new house. Um, I've always told, I've always told all of our friends that like they would never pay for vacation again. Okay. Okay. That, almost that's, the same. that's good. Almost. Um, so if you had $780 million, how much of it would you donate? Yeah. Oh, um, I don't think I would like go out of my way to donate, but like I would give away money at some point. Okay, quite the vast difference because (laughs) JB, you know what Elizabethany told me? She wants to give away like half of it. No, she wants to give away seven hundred and fifty million of it and only keep like twenty to thirty million for y'all. Yeah, that's that's not right. I think if we won the lottery, there might be a divorce. Oh my god! Wait, you can't say the D word. There's so many people listening. It wouldn't be. This is why, you know, our marriage works, because we're both very opposite in lots of ways. And we if we meet in the middle, then that's great. Not donating anything. I have to worry again. But I guess if we had 50 million, it would be fine. Exactly. I feel like this is going to be a lot of tension when you get home from work, Elizabeth. And I can't wait for this. He said he would take our friends on vacation. That's like almost the same as me buying them all houses. So, you know, we're kind of on the same page. You're pretty close, except for the donation part. Yeah. Yeah. I just don't want everybody to think that like we're going to carry them the rest of our lives. Oh, no, no, no. That's why you just buy a house and bye. Okay. But here's the thing. If you buy them a house, then they have to pay property taxes and they have to pay like the electricity and all of that on top of it. So you have to buy them a reasonable house that they can afford all of that for. For sure. For sure. For sure. Okay. Yeah. They do that anyways. I mean, yeah. I'll just take care of the mortgage and it'll be on my compound. Okay. Thank you. Love you. (laughs) Bye. Love you. Bye. Tell me who we're calling right now. So we're going to call my boyfriend, David, to ask him the same question that we just asked your husband. Mm -hmm. What would he do if we won the $780 million lottery? Yes, if we were splitting it and then you got to share with him. So just to recap, you said that you would donate $280 million. You'd keep $500 million, buy a ton of houses, things like that. I would just travel all over the place. Okay, let's see if he's on the same page. Hi, honey. Hi, but <laughs> um, so the people that won the lottery, they just claimed it for like one point three four whatever billion dollars. And mm-hmm. so say we got seven hundred and eighty million dollars of it. What would you spend the money on? <laughs> Absolutely pay off all of our debts, buy a bigger house. How much debt do you guys have? <laughs> well, not anywhere near that amount. <laughs> but, but it would all go bye bye. I mean, I know Zach spends a lot, but <laughs> yeah. 
In just one one house? I mean, I don't want to be greedy. Okay, so if you don't want to be wow. greedy, said we had seven hundred seven hundred eighty million dollars. How much of it would you donate? Oh, if I well, I wouldn't donate anything. I mm. would probably create a a nonprofit and actually manage it instead of oh. like just giving somebody else the funds. Okay, okay, businessman. Okay, okay. I'm here for that. <laughs> I just wanted to let you know that I said that I would buy a house in every single city we like to travel yeah. to so that we could just fly private jet to any city we wanted to go to at any time. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. that we would definitely have like a butler and an assistant and mm-hmm. all of the things that take care of everything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, but in good news, uh, David, that means that you would not have to be his butler. Right. So I wouldn't have to be the butler. And I guess I could run our nonprofit that we're now opening. Yes. Perfect. I love this because I also said that I would donate like $250 million to the LGBTQ youth and the foster foster care system. Wow, it's amazing. You just brought that down by 30 million bucks, but I'm sure that'll keep happening. Oh, yeah, it's fine. <laughs> yeah, money just disappears. <laughs> I needed another house, okay? A very, very big house. Exactly. Okay, well, I just want you to let you know that I feel like David and I did better because JB brought up the divorce word with Elizabeth. And yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Shots were fired. Right. Well, I, I, so my question back to you is, are we in the running for winning this money? Mm. Did, did we did we play the lottery anywhere? We should, but no, we did not. Oh, okay. All right. Well, I'll, I'll go back to work then. For the record, <laughs> that's on you. As you're supposed to buy those tickets. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't get the memo. <laughs> How did you feel about Joe Coy and Chelsea Handler when they were together? Did you care? Did you love it? I've never cared about Chelsea Handler. Oh. <laughs> That is, we should have talked about this before we did the show together. I know. I'm so sorry. I love her. And I was so excited that she was like, for the first time, maybe in love. And then her and Joy Co- Joe Coy break up. And they were good friends beforehand, right? So he was on uh, the Kelly Clarkson show this week. And he's talking about how Chelsea Handler still lives. His ex-girlfriend still lives in the house right in front of his house. Like basically no. on the same property. Yeah. And what that, if you want to have like a late night booty call? Well, it's not the same house. And it's still... He says that when he goes out of town, she'll come over and take care of his house and vice versa. Like, they're still helping each other out. Okay. He says, and this, I have fully believed this for a long time, and I know that you disagree, but he's like, if you were friends before, you can obviously be friends after, unless somebody did you dirty. That That is the thing, is because my ex, like, the only ex that I can think of, like, literally traumatized me. So that's why I'm automatically like, no, you cannot be friends with your ex afterward. Okay. If, they, if they've traumatized you and you really didn't have any fault in the traumatization, um, then I understand. All of my exes, like, we pretty much broke up because I bounced. <laughs> so you would still, like, go over to their house. Like, if they asked you, like, oh, hey, yeah. can you let my dog out? Can you go clean my house? Can you check on it? Whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would have gone to their weddings, but they didn't invite me, which was rude. <laughs> I went to yeah. some of them. I've actually been to a couple weddings or a couple exes weddings, but that's so awkward. There's absolutely no way, especially now that you're married and you get a text from your ex. How would your husband feel? He asks me if we should go visit one of them all the time. Weird. <laughs> He's like, we haven't met their baby. We should go see them. No, that's so awkward and uncomfortable. They're part of your past for a reason. Leave the past in the past. You never look in the rearview mirror. Yeah, I will say the only time it was ever awkward is I was like doing the thank you notes for our wedding. And I was like, you know, I could have never had this day without you. <laughs> and then I was like, but I don't, I don't mean 
Like, anyway. I mean, it's true. Thank you for um, getting me here. Yeah, exactly. 100%. (laughs) That's so awkward. I want to do a fun activity where we write each other's, not write it, we're just going to speak it, each other's obituary if we were to die. (laughs) Okay. It's super fun and super dark, but let's go. I know. It's because I saw this guy's obituary and I love it so much. So it's just, I love the funny ones because it does. It gets people talking about it. It goes viral. It's like your legacy lives on. Yeah. So um, we got to remember Stephen Ralph Morris for being a trying but loving son, an annoying big brother. A bewildering but loving husband to oh. three women. Three oh, women. to three. Yeah. Um, a questionable but entertaining dad. The best partner in crime, but a true mongrel. This Even is a Ralph troll Morris. moment. <laughs> <laughs> and they did say that because he demanded no funeral, they were having um, basically a bar crawl in his honor, which is Okay. Great. That's totally something we would do for you. Yeah, 100%. I've actually already told JB that I want a whole like weekend out in the woods where I got married, everybody partying all weekend. Okay, I'm in. <laughs> Not that I want you to die or anything. Yeah, but, but let's I say would I go. did. Let's say I did. What would you say about me? Okay, so if I were writing your obituary, it would say, let's remember Elizabethany. She was an avid cat lover, kind of creepy with her cats. Um, <laughs> she was an extremely hard co worker, like hardworking. Yeah. Um, but you don't want to cross her because then she will never forget it. A grudge will be held. And then once mm-hmm. you die, she will come back and haunt you. Yep. <laughs> That's what I would write about you. <laughs> that is true. You got to warn the coworkers because I am. I'm coming to haunt them if they were a nightmare to me. 100%. And was I wrong about the cats? Um, I mean, I love dogs too, but you're right. I only got my slutty cat. <laughs> I love that. That's her name. Yeah. Okay. I'm sweating. I'm going to uh, talk about Zach here, Zach Woodward, who very much loved his number one thing, money. Mm -hmm. And his dogs came in at a close second. He also had a would-be fiance in David. It's too bad that they didn't do it sooner. Oh, (laughs) I'm sending this directly to him. He is survived by his mom and sister and a very surprise of a nephew. And a hot tub that he did not get to enjoy nearly enough before he passed. (laughs) Wow, pouring salt in an open wound. We will always remember how hard he worked in 18 million jobs, though the paychecks never showed it. Accurate. (laughs) You came prepared for this. No, I just, I took a couple notes. Good job. I I agree with all of those. They're very brutally honest, too. Would you All say, of the jobs that none of the paychecks ever paid off. Would you say that money, dogs, David, that's the order of things that you love? Accurate. Yeah. That's what I figured. Yeah. <laughs> Good job. You know me so well. Like the back of your hand. Uh, I'm trying. You know, we do this show <laughs> together. <laughs> I would hope we know each other. Yeah. It's time for the cheers of the week. On the hype with Elizabeth and Zach. So there's this little boy that's going viral. He is three years old. And his favorite person on the entire planet is a crossing guard at his preschool. So every single morning on his way to school, he rolls down the window and the crossing guard comes up, holds up his stop sign and teaches him how to spell stop. Like he'll trace it with his fingers on the stop sign. And you know what makes it even sweeter? This little boy lost his dad two years ago. Up, oh, Nope. And so he thinks about this crossing guard as a male figure Ew. in his life because he sees him every single morning on the way to school. Mm-hmm. No, sir. Is I... that not so cute? Nope. <laughs> Woo! Okay. That, yeah. Mm-hmm. There needs to be a song. Maybe he should create a song about how much he loves stopping guard 
Stopping guard Ed. That's his name. <laughs> I, was gonna I, I saw the story and I started crying, especially the dad part. Like he now has like a male figure that he sees every single morning. Yeah. And I was trying to make a song of like the corn. It's it's stopping guard, a big man with a stop sign. That was awful. It's not working. It's not <laughs> it's working. Not at all. working. Um, so I don't really have a story. I'm I'm switching it up a little bit, but I still think it goes with just trying to start everybody's day with a positive attitude, right? Okay. So I actually saw this is an influencer, and she was talking about how we need to stop comparing ourselves to our younger bodies, which I think happens all the time, right? Even if it's not that long ago, like I don't. I, of course, I'm not looking back at myself in high school and being like, I want my high school body back. It's just not right. happening. But even looking at like three years ago, five years ago, you really shouldn't do it. Um, And she says that comparing your younger self diminishes what you've evolved to be and the things that you've gone through. And the thing like the fact that she's saying it diminishes it. That got me because it's I have goosebumps. Right. Because I I am like I'm over here like I'm going through a lot of stress sometimes that causes weight gain or whatever that might, might give me stretch marks or or extra wrinkles like. But I'm making it through and I or and you're evolving every single day into this person. And like that, that's right. It does diminish who you are now. Right. And also, I mean, I'm not going to birth a child, but technically my body is trying to get to that point. So like my body has changed because it's scientifically trying to make itself ready to have a baby. And it's like you can't compare to when you were younger when that stuff wasn't happening. Yeah, I I love that quote, and it's like it hits home. Of like, you yeah. can't look, embrace yourself for who you are today. Yeah, look at it as like a trophy of everything you've made it through. Amen, sister. Oh, have a great rest of your weekend. You can find us for more uh, loving, doting quote. Not really, we don't ever post quotes, but you can find some fun <laughs> things. I am at Elizabethany. Mine is just at Zach Woodward. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.